you gore fiends and horror hounds this is brett from dimension z joined as i am every week by greg of the dead how you doing man good how you doing good this is a special bonus episode we've been having a couple of these here lately anytime that's not like a regular movie review but we still want to record on it yeah bonus episode if something interesting that's horror related happens in our lives and it's like worth of an episode we're gonna do it yeah, where we talk to someone, like, interesting, or a movie comes out, we're not doing a full... Yeah, you guys are gonna get these. Yeah. So, uh, this bonus episode is about seeing First Jason live at a strip club. Yeah, what an interesting day this was. My very first strip oh, wait, club. real quick, an interesting Wednesday, mind you. Yeah, this is a Wednesday, like, at what's... I got... We got there at, like, 7 p.m. Yeah. And for quite a while, we sat there and we were the only people there. I, that's what I texted you because I got there first. I'm like, I'm here. I think I'm the only one. Yeah, and I was at that time. And I was at that point. I was like, okay, I'm. It's like less than five minutes away from my house. Basically, I'm gonna go ahead and leave now. And I drove there. And well, before I drove there, uh, I told Liz, I was like, okay, I'm heading out. Greg's already there. She's like, okay, have a good time. Like, and we had talked about it the night before. Like, okay, yeah, it's at a strip club, but there's most likely not going to be any like dancers there. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't expect there to be at this first Jason concert. So I was like, she's like, have a good time at the strip club. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to meet the guy that was in Friday the 13th part one. Bye. That's why I'm going there. <laughs> You're married, which adds an extra level of awkward for you. at this. And this date, uh, the day we went there, which was what, the 25th, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 25th um, was the third anniversary of me and my wife's very first date. Happy anniversary. Yep, so I that's I literally like kissed her and I said, Happy anniversary, I'm gonna go to a strip club. And she was like, Have fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad she was good spirited about it though. So what a weird time this though, because like you said, not that I'm against it either, but I just assumed it's a Wednesday. This place is typically only open on Fridays, Saturdays, and maybe Sundays, oddly. So I assumed it was gonna be basically rented building style show. Exactly. We're like usually like on the weekends, there's like dancers here and stuff. But like other than that, they might rent it out to bands like this, you know? Yeah, like a lot of like oddly, there's a lot of weird places you wouldn't think like restaurants are closed a day a week that have like a big room like we'll do shows sometimes or like churches even let like not Christian bands like rent their spaces out like when there's not stuff going on and we live in an age where venues are a dying thing. That's what people use. I have definitely been to, like, hardcore and punk shows that have been in churches. Oh, I've played quite a bit of, like, actually a lot of church shows. And I, um, so the day of, this was, like, a few hours before, I sent you the flyer, and I was, and, because you kind of asked about it, and I was like, all right, are you going to go? And you're going to, like, you were like, it's going to be kind of last minute. We're going to have to see. So even the, us going, like, this entire story is very, like, hinging on a lot of things happening because i didn't even know if i was gonna go yeah it was it was legit about 15 minutes before i left for it i decided we were gonna go right 
So uh, what's the story from your perspective real quick, like this beginning? Okay, so I get there and one one other guy gets in who hung out with us the rest of the night. I should preface by saying this show was not advertisable. I won't say the name of the venue because, I mean, local business, wish them well. You know what I mean? Right. But they did not advertise this show whatsoever. They posted it on their Facebook page, which does not have many likes here and there, and that was it. Yeah, I could not find their Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. And first, Jason doesn't exactly have like a giant web presence either. So this show was almost like a secret show. It really was, because the only way I found out about the show is because I follow first Jason on like Facebook and Instagram. I don't even think they have a Twitter. No, it already has a Twitter, but not okay. uh, first Jason. Not the band first Jason, the guy right. first Jason does. But yeah, so I get there and I get a hold of you. I'm like, no one's here. One other guy pulls up when we were standing outside waiting to go in. The owner of the club pulls up and looks at me and goes, uh, Jason. I'm like, no, that's not me. He's inside. Yeah, both. Neither one of us got the joke because I was like, no, that's not us. Like, but yeah, we were I, both like, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I was blissfully unaware what was going on. And so we get in there. And again, it's just us, the other guy who came and then two girls who came just for the meet and greet part. Yeah, which, I mean, I'm really glad we stayed, but it would, they kind of had a little bit of the smart idea, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was still worth staying because it's a story. Like, I had a yeah. good night. We don't have bad nights. We have content. Exactly. So we get there, and Ari's there right away. Like, okay, let's do some meet and greets before the tits come out, is the first thing I heard the guy who played Jason, bait, uh, little boy Jason Voorhees say. Yeah, the guy that popped out of the water, like the little boy that popped out of the water in the first Friday the 13th, is dancing with strippers now while he plays a keytar. And look, I know I'm jumping ahead, like, from the chronological events of the night, but we're not joking. One, it, like I said, it was just three of us by the time the show started, so I've played these style shows. I did not imagine he would still be playing these style shows. But, so there's strippers, like right by us, behind us, and the band in front of us, and he's coming out with his giant platform shoes as Keytar going up to the strippers <laughs> and going back to the stage. It's an odd, odd thing. And here's how you know that he is just an actor and Jason Voorhees is not real. Because if Jason Voorhees was at a real strip club, that alarm would be going off in his head. Like, he, he would short-circuit <laughs> oh, yeah. and die. There's too much going on for him. He's like, I hate all of this. There's booze. There's, like, women, like, with not much on. <laughs> yes, there's there's a lot of weed smell going on. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, So, like, and, and think, did you get, um, you remember our buddy, did you get his name? I think it was Doug, but I could be completely wrong. If you are listening, because we talked about the podcast a little bit, I'm sorry if I got your name wrong. Yeah, but... I'm really glad we got to meet him because it's it was fun meeting another person that was just immediately kind of fun to hang out with like that. Yeah, we hung out with him the whole rest of the night for the most part. Yeah. And then we do the signing. Sorry, no intro, guys. I did ask about an intro. And Ari Lehman's defense, I don't think he understood what I meant. I think he thought I meant, do you want to do a full podcast right now? Because I didn't think about it until later. I'm like, oh, he just didn't want to do it. That's still no problem. But then he goes... No, it's not really the right environment. It, we don't have enough time, and it's too loud. I'm like, what do you mean we don't have enough time? It takes 10 seconds. I wasn't going to argue. If someone doesn't want to do it, they don't want to do it. And then I'm like, did he think I meant record a full episode of the podcast when I was talking to him? But, oh, well, sorry. That's why you guys don't have an Ari intro. 
Could you imagine like coming up to like someone like him with just like of your phone being like, let's record an hour long podcast in this club that's like it's blasting music. The thing is, I'm sure it's happened, though. Oh, definitely. Yeah, because let's be honest, horror podcasts aren't exactly a small market, which, by the way, oh yes, we are the 11th best horror movie podcast out there, according to a list. Um, What was that called? Feedspot. Yes. See, number 11, Throbbing with Horror. Little pissed we're not number one, but I'll take the 11. Hey, we're in the top 20. Exactly. That's amazing. Really? Like, I we saw that. We could have bumped up I... one spot so we get the top 10? What the hell? Yeah. But I was so excited to see that we were even, like, in print, even though the print was on a computer. Still nice. Like, yes. like seeing it. I did show but... my parents. Yes, I did, too. Yes. Uh, and they look. went, oh, that's very nice, Brett. Very good job. <laughs> <laughs> but so we get there, and then then we realize that all the strippers are there, because despite the lack of advertising, the club thought this was going to be a huge night, and there's only three of us there. Yeah, well, so far there's three of us. There's a couple other people, but they seem to be working there. And by the yeah. end of the night, there was probably, I would say, about ten people. But I would say the other people were more there for the women. I'd say 100%. They're like, oh, the club's open tonight. They had no idea who the strange man with a keytar walking around on the stage was. And what a what a mind fuck for them. Like, holy oh, yeah. shit, like, the the kid from the first Friday the 13th is here playing the keytar in front of this woman? Yeah, this, this is a wild time. And then, so, but with the stripper-to-patron ratio being so off for most of the night, I'm like, oh, no, I'm gonna have to be tipping like a motherfucker at this point. Yeah, because at this point, I paid the cover charge, and then I paid to meet, uh... Ari Lehman, which for some reason I kept saying Ari Limer, I believe, when I was there, and I don't know why it's Lehman. I don't, I didn't catch you do it the whole time, so if you did, it was unnoticeable. If I did, it might just be a brain thing with me, but uh, I did get to meet him, and I got him to sign my first, um, the very first VHS copy of Friday the 13th I ever bought, and I explained to him, it's like, it, this is, I saved up my allowance, and I went to Suncoast, and I went and you bought this, and I was like, seven years old would you sign this and he was like oh cool thanks for supporting it man <laughs> and he handed it back and i was like yeah thank you and then he was like oh when's the um last time you watch friday the 13th and i was like i watch it like every two weeks no lie and he kind of looked at me he was like wow that's awesome thanks for supporting <laughs> i felt like he had definitely a can of lines that he liked to go through with people because i witnessed him ask everyone now be it a small line Start with that question. When was the last time you watched Friday the 13th? Yeah, which made me think about it. And I was like, honestly, probably every... like I watch it about twice a month. Because it's my go-to, I have no idea what to watch movie. Yeah, it was because we did that road trip out to the locations for the movie he was in. And so I got to talk to him about that a little bit. That was cool. Um, he also s sells bowls for yes. medicinal or tobacco use only. Um, but he gave the last one to Adrian King. And at first I'm like, yeah, bullshit. And they're yeah. like, oh wait, no, they were just together last week. Yeah, and I did ask him if he had seen Jason Rising yet with Adrian King. And he's like, no, but I do know about it because she told me all about it last weekend. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I, I like seeing the pictures of those two together again. It's neat. 
Yeah, I mentioned that. I was like, I love that picture online. Like, that was really cool that you guys did that. He's like, thanks, man. And at that point, I walked away because I was like, I've said enough things to this man. <laughs> I go, I know he did not have a hockey mask, but I got him to sign a hockey mask because my goal is to get all the Jasons to sign a hockey mask. Which is a very good idea, other than the fact that it, the signature is amazing, but he signs over the entire thing. Yeah, now I'm realizing I'm going to have to get a separate mask for each Jason and then display them that way instead of my original idea, but of having them all sign the same one. Probably because he's like, the, he takes over like half of your mask. Oh yeah, it's Greg, Jason never dies, Jason won, Ari Lehman, but written in all different spots across it. Which is, like I said, I don't mind in the slightest because I'll just get a new hockey mask for when we meet Kane in November. Right, exactly. That was cool, talk to him about that. But like I said, the stripper to patron ratio was so off. So yeah. there was only three of us for the very beginning for all of the dances. Because I messaged the page earlier when I was trying to see if we could make it. And I'm like, hey, are there any openers just trying to see on time? They said, no openers, meet and greet at 7.30, show starts at 8. I said, okay. I did not, for some reason, come to the conclusion that show meant not first Jason, show meant the dancer started at 8. Yeah, because we got there and we, we all met him and it was awesome. Even the new guy we met. And then we just kind of stood there and like the kind of, it was like by the pole and like, and but it was in front of the band. It made sense where we were standing. We were kind of off to the side. Yeah. And then at one point I almost got roundhouse kicked with a stiletto though. And then I realized yeah. we have to move a little. I saw that and she was like, you better move. I'm pretty tall. But yeah, these women just start showing up and I'm just like, um, are it they dawned just, on like, me right then. <laughs> I'm like, are they just more like bartenders maybe? Because I saw the one bartender and I'm like, okay, of course there's going to be like a couple girls here. It's, you know, that kind of club. Yeah. But then they start like coming up and talking to us and like dancing around the pole. And she's like, then she starts asking the new guy, she's like, how old do you think I am? And if someone asks that question, you think they're going to be older than they look. That's usually how that question works. Yes. So he goes, at the very oldest, I would say you're 25. And she goes, I'm 19. And he, his face, I felt so bad for him. I don't know why she did that. <laughs> my thing is, as soon as she says, I'm 19, I have this little danger alarm go off in my head. I'm like, fuck, are you really at least 19 or at least yeah. 18? I'm like, I don't need no one kicking down a door right now. Like, you're <laughs> under arrest. Like, ah, no, 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 <laughs> not today. But then he goes into panic mode and he's like, uh, I said that the very oldest you look 25. And she's like, yeah. I guess I look older than I uh, actually am. And she starts, like, spinning around the pole, and I'm just like, hmm, okay. I'm just going to stare at the floor and be awkward, because I did not expect this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I would say my whole life was a lie. I never realized there are two styles of poles, and you put a pin in it to have it stationary, or the pole will spin itself. I'm like, oh, I never knew any of this. Yeah, that was actually a learning moment for me. And I even told her that. I was like, I did not know that there uh, the pole spend. And she's like, some do and some don't. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah. I was talking to her. Well, this is before like she, her actual set started. It was like, she explained to me like the preferences and what kind of dances people like the pole with. And yeah. I, we were learning a lot. We're like, oh, okay. 
And then she's like, I've never done this with a shirt on before. And we're like, oh, good luck. <laughs> You're like, oh, well, first for everything. I didn't know what to say. And then because they had themed shirts uh, that all said counselor on the back and the front said Camp Crystal Lake. Which was cool. <laughs> Yes. But the entire time she's talking to us, and she's very nice and polite and whatnot, and she's a good conversationalist. Like, she's good at what she does, but she's at the top of the pool wiping it down with this cloth of, like, Windex, I guess, to make it, like, sanitary and whatnot. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I thought I'd be really awkward, and I'm pretty sure I was, but what made me feel good about myself is every time I would look over at you. Yeah, because I am literally <laughs> staring at my phone. <laughs> Like, I am staring at my phone just like, I don't know what to do. Like, why will he not go on stage? I just want to see, like, the old man play the guitar and do, like, old, like, 80s, like, metal that I don't even really like that much. But he's the first Jason and he does Jason songs. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then speaking of Camp Crystal Lake attire, I was wearing my Camp Crystal Lake hat. Yeah. And one of the dancers during her set stole my spooky hat, and now my spooky hat is a spooky glittery hat. What was very funny is they asked all of us, do you think you could do that? And we were all like, no, we're fat old men. We could <laughs> not do that. I would die. I told the one, I don't even know if you were there, she came up to me, and she was like, are you in the band? And I was like, no. And he, she asked the other guy, and he's like, no. And she's like, oh, you here to... I was like, I'm just here to see first Jason, basically. And she's like, oh, okay. Like, I think I've seen the movie a couple times. I'm like, yeah, I like the movie a lot. And she's like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and then she walked away. <laughs> um, So I had to go get a bunch of ones, because I'm like, well, it's just us here. And then if I go to take a piss or go outside for a minute, I would give you some ones, because you didn't yeah. bring extra. I'm like, so it's less awkward. <laughs> Because I felt bad because I had no more money because I just expected to meet him, you know, so I had no more money with me to make money. So I'm so glad you gave me some so I didn't look like I was just like not going to give you anything like I'm sorry. I didn't expect this. It's funny because I, you know, I used to do the band thing a lot. And sometimes if you're playing a dead show, you go out and you get all the smokers and hack like stragglers outside like, hey, we're coming on. Yeah, And I never realized how awkward and annoying this is until now, because we escaped the awkward and gone to this deck for a minute. And the girl who we were talking to at the beginning comes up, she goes, hey, I'm on, just letting you know. I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh no, this is karma for all my times doing this to people. Oh, because at that point, um, I had found you. Before that, you left and found the smoker's deck, and I was, I was there with the new guy, which we talked a little bit, and but then that's when the girl came over. And then she left, and I felt awkward because I had thrown the little bit of money I had. And then I walked <laughs> away, and this big, the big bouncer guy, I was like kind of wandering around, and he's like, "Hey, what can I help you with?" And I was like, "Uh, bathroom." And he's like, "Oh, it's uh over there to the left." I was like, "Oh, what's down that hallway?" And he's like, "Oh, that's where your buddy went." I was like, oh, "Okay, cool. I'm going to go that way." He's like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> And then I found you, and I was like, oh, thank God. I, I feel bad. Look, I have nothing against Ava. In fact, I very much support, like, work like this. I wouldn't say sex work, but you know what? Well, I do that, right. too. But it's just that it was unexpected to us, which made it hilarious and awkward that we walked yeah. into this situation we found ourselves in. 
girl stole my hat, and your eyes were like, oh no, once you realize what was going on. Because I'm fucking, (laughs) if you meet me in real life, I'm extremely awkward, like, I'm not going to do voices, I'm not going to do anything like that. I'm going to stare at my phone and say hi. Like This is untrue. I hang out with you and you do the voices and everything. Because I know you. Oh, I got you now. Okay. Me and my wife had the conversation the night before, and that, like, right before I left... Of like, yeah, there's not going to be a stripper there. There's no way. She's like, I don't care if there's there are either way. Just it'll be kind of funny if there were. And I was like, God, I hope there aren't. And then there were. And then when I came back, she could not stop laughing when I told her what happened. Oh, I was dying. It, it was fucking the whole night was fucking hilarious. And then first Jason finally goes on, but they're still having dancers go as he's going on. I feel bad for the dancers who played once he started. Yeah, I mean, it was a cool visual. Like, it looked like a Rob Zombie music video. But, <laughs> if, it, so. but if it was done, like, at the... Uh, if there was a strip club by the Firefly, like, house. Yeah, I could see that. Well, there's, like, some weird rock band going on doing, like, insane solos, which that guitarist was, like... I would say he's pretty good. Like, he would just kick into solos out of nowhere. Kind of weird at one point, but I'm like, is he playing the same song as the rest of them? I asked you. The this song started with a guitar solo. Yes. Um, and then so they're playing, but there's still girls going on behind us. And here's the other thing: I can't. I we got to take our picture with them, like when we got there. But I there's the whole still the no pictures, no videos. We're like at every strip club, and I'm like, well, we can't take videos because there's mirrors everywhere and there's naked girls behind us what are we supposed to do brett yeah and it's like this just lives as like a cryptid kind of moment of like that's why we have to record about it like to mark down that it happened yeah ari layman dancing around with a keytar like doing the gene simmons tongue and his platform shoes and dancing while a girl twerks in front of him while he sings about a song about jason with it's, three guys standing awkwardly to the left watching. Well, I'm just nodding my head. I'm like, this is a good song. I love Jason. Like, yeah, Friday the 13th. Woo! Like. <laughs> also, there came a point, because as I said, I start work. I wake up at 4.30 in the morning for my job. So since the show had started so much later, I'm like, Brad, I don't think I'm going to stay for the full set. And you had stuff to do, too. Like, you needed to get back. I'm like, yeah. so what do we do when we need to duck out? Because well, it's not like any other show where you just leave. When we leave and two-thirds of the audience disappears, it becomes a bit of a different situation. And what makes it even more awkward is, like, I'm really glad I met that dude there. Because he was real nice and he was fun to hang out with. But now we've been, like, such good friends throughout the entire night. We've been hanging out for, like, two straight hours at this point. Yeah. Like, we have to say goodbye, you know. So, yeah. at this point, first Jason is playing on stage. We're right there at the stage, and we're shaking hands with this guy going, it was nice to meet you. We're going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I did give you the warning. I'm like, so we're, it was when a song was going on, because I wouldn't say anything in between songs, because it was just us. You would hear it. Right. <laughs> so, like, I think next song I'm going to dip out. And so you were prepared for it. I was like, yes, like, that sounds good, because, like, I want to go home. <laughs> And I saw the set list they had written out. I was unaware Jason had apparently five hours worth of material. They have several albums. Oh, okay. And apparently they were playing all of them that night. 
Yeah, well, they had a fuck of... Well, I wish... Like, imagine having that set list on your wall. Like, you stayed till the very end. We're the very last two people. And we're like, throbbing with horror, loves you! Woo! We're like the Wild Stallions, like Bill and Ted. We're like those two weird stoner boys from Slumber Party Massacre 2 when the band's practicing. Well, you know um, Tenacious D's, like, extreme fan? Like, they're one fan? Yeah, yeah. We're them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Lee. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. Lee. Yeah, we're his Lee. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it was all in all a bit of an awkward night, the whole the whole thing. Um I had a really good time. I've determined that this is the last episode of Throbbing with Horror, and we are now reformatting into a strip club review podcast. Oh god. Where I stare at the ground while this girl is like upside down in front of me with her legs spread, and I'm like I do not know what to do. I'm in panic <laughs> mode. My anxiety is at like threat level midnight. Yeah, threat level. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> um, I, I it was a great awkward situation that I found ourselves in. I was so happy that we went through it, and I'm like, oh, this is fun. Also, how many times did you catch me taking pictures of the sign with first Jason on it? Well, I took pictures of you taking pictures of the sign. Not many. Yeah, because you were like, hey, do you want to head in? And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll be right back. I got to take a picture of the sign. And just walked away. <laughs> uh, we tried to get a picture in front of the sign, but the lighting did not work to our advantage because I thought that would be fun. No, but we do have pictures with the man himself, First Jason Ari Lehman, on all of our socials. So check that out. Yeah. My picture I love because it's all in neon. I'm purple. I'm sorry. I don't know why my flash will work. I was trying. I'm like, no, I don't know what to do. I got it. I love it. Like that's okay. The, good. Because that will always remind me of that night being like, oh yeah, that's the time I met the guy that played the very first Jason in a strip club. <laughs> that with no one there makes it even worse. Like, like I said, they brought the full on, the whole city is coming and three of us showed up. It was, I felt, I felt so bad, but I'm such a huge Jason and Friday the 13th fan. I encapsulated at least like 20 people. <laughs> yeah, true. You equal 15 other fans. Exactly. Including my size. I'm working on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, uh, at that point, we stood outside the club and talked for like a little bit. Just be like, we were blown away at what had just happened. So we had to like, we talked for like 10 minutes and then some ladies started screaming down the street and there was some guy and then like an alleyway with a flashlight. We were not in the best part of town. Yeah. So we were like, we're going to go now. So then we <laughs> went home. <laughs> well, here's the thing is I, when I go to a bar, I can be served, let's say, 10 drinks, and I will put a dollar down with all those drinks. It's just ingrained in my mind. I'm like, people who work for tips work for tips. So if they work, I tip. Right. So I'm like, here, I'm like, oh, no, there's 15 people who, like, now they're working for tips. What do I do, Brett? Well, and the very first girl complained to all three of us that nobody tips at this bar. They sit in the back and drink beer and watch us. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. The setup is odd. Yeah, because the va the front of it looks like a strip club. The back of it looks like a family like restaurant. Yeah, like a little uh, Sunday afternoon dinner. Yeah, with like nice tables, and it was like it didn't feel like a scuzzy bar, you know. No, that was there are definitely two different kinds, and at least this was a clean one. Exactly. 
Oh, our namesake was never more appropriate. But that was throbbing with horror meeting Ari Lehman at a yeah. strip club. I would rate meeting the uh, guy that played the boy in the first Friday the 13th movie at a strip club with strippers I did not uh, expect to meet a 10 out of 10 night. <laughs> oh, it's one I will legitimately never forget. What no. it was? We're not conveying the madness level. Like I said, I almost got roundhouse kicked with like more than once. I had my hat stolen. Uh, just the band playing the. It's like the meme. We'd like to thank Josh for coming out tonight with the one band standing on stage with one dude there. It was it was such an awkward, weird, where are we moment. Yeah, the dancer coming up to me asking if I'm in the band and me have to awkwardly saying no. And like, I explained yes, the Friday 13th series. Yeah, and also, it's, we couldn't even drink here because it was BYOB and neither of us BYOB'd. No, because I didn't really feel like BYOBing. <laughs> yeah. I, I would have. I, I was like, oh crap, is there like a distributor or something right here? But there was none. No, it's in a weird part of town. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was our interesting night. <laughs> Of course, there's no way, like, this podcast has taken me to some really fun and really strange places. Yeah, because without the podcast, I probably would not have gone there. I'm like, we'll get some cool content to talk about what I thought would be tacked on to the end of next week's episode, but no, here it is. No, it was interesting enough, it needed its own, so yeah. Yeah, it warranted a bonus. Here's a bonus for you, there's an extra, um, anything else, Greg? No, that was your glimpse into Greg and Brett's Wednesday nights. Yeah, a, a, win, a weird Wednesday. Not even a weekend. A Wednesday night. I'm so, I'm so glad we did. <laughs> yes. All right, well, see you for whatever we have next. Um, throbbing!